Thanks, everyone, for joining the Rank and Prosper podcast. We've got a, an excellent host coming in to, to share some insights. Nat Miltek from ClioWebsites.com. Nat was basically born in Serbia 13 years ago, ended up moving to Canada, which is where we've gotten to know each other. His first website was way back in 2007. He ended up having a cool little custom-made website that he developed that has a nice little click-to-enter button, which is neat. He's married, has some cute kids, ended up going to Mount Royal University, loves basketball, woodworking, hiking, and he's got a really large following on social media, which is excellent. So do check out his Twitter and other platforms. Um, and without further ado, I'll pass it on to Nat. Thanks, Jesse. Thanks for the intro. Just to clarify, I wasn't born 13 years ago. I wish I was, but I guess I wouldn't know so much. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about how to boost your SEO results with AI. Thanks for inviting me, Jesse. Glad, glad to be here and I'm glad that you're recording it so we can share this with some folks. There's been a lot of discussion around AI. Is it good for SEO? Is it bad? Should you use it? And so forth. So I think we'll talk about how to use it, how to use it properly and how, and how it can be used to amplify your SEO results. As Jesse mentioned, you can find me on Twitter. That's my Twitter handle right there, Nat Militech. Uh, also check out my website, cleowebsites.com. We have a lot of great articles on SEO, WordPress, web development, and so forth. All right. So AI for SEO in 2023. So there's been a lot of chatter about SEO in the last couple of years. I think it's been amplified by the rise of OpenAI and ChatGPT. It's opened the doors for a lot of people that typically don't work with AI or haven't worked with these tools in the past and are starting to use it for various, uh, various things, various day-to-day -day things. I think the, the cool thing about AI is that, and some of these tools that are coming up is that they're very easy to use. They're easy to sign up for. They're easy to utilize and figure out on your own, even for non-techies. So I think it has a great momentum for a reason, and it's definitely going to change the way we do things in the future, not just for, for, us, for SEO, but also for all kinds of industries, actually, it's impacting things quite a bit. The difference between AI and some of the other kind of newer technologies that were coming down the pipe, like Web3 and crypto and things like that, that have taken a backseat a little bit, uh, is that AI, you can see the clear sort of utility right away. You can jump in, start using it. You can see the benefits immediately. With crypto and things like that, it's a little bit harder to figure that stuff out it's harder to utilize and so it's the utility just isn't there as much as the, these ai technologies and i think that's why ai is just going to keep gaining momentum and keep changing things in the future so it's definitely taking the taking the world by storm i think it's it's here to stay it's definitely not a fad learn how to use it properly and learn how to use it to enhance what you do what does AI have to do with SEO and web development? There's quite a bit. So we've seen a huge rise in tools and frameworks that are built on top of AI. A lot of them are built on open AI technology and chat GPT, for example. But there are other tools that use different technologies as well in order to, you know, to assist with web development and SEO. So a few examples that of things that you can do for example, that people have been using it for is image generation. Uh, so you can generate images 
on the fly based on you know, like just putting in some text parameters on tools like Midjourney, for example, and similar. Where RA and OpenAI has their own version of that as well, where you can just enter in a prompt and you can get uh, an image created from scratch that is totally unique, totally unique air quotes. A content generation, you can use it to generate content. You can use it to automate things. You can use it to generate code or test code. So this is important in both SEO and web development. You can use it for automated testing or to identify issues with websites or your SEO strategy and even fully build AI websites. So some, there are some tools that I've played around with recently that you can put in a prompt basically, and it can create a website. Actually, ChatGPT can also do that with some creative prompting, but you can create a full-blown website as well. You can create website layouts using Midjourney, for example, and the list goes on and on. I find that there, there are quite a few applications and solutions that are coming down the pipe and that are coming on in the last little while and hard to keep up. There, it seems to be there's like a tool for everything these days for when it comes to AI. Sure. I was trying to figure out how to there you go. change the dual host. So there we go. Uh, you may have to reshare your screen. That's right. Oh, sure, sure. No worries. There you go. You can see that again? Perfect. Yeah, great. Awesome. All right. So by harnessing AI, an astounding 45% of web development tasks have been automated as of 2023. So 45% of things that web developers used to do can now be done with AI. And that's crazy. So it's a crazy stat. So it's not definitely not just a tool. It's a revolutionary thing that's happening in our industry and not just in our industry, but Generally speaking, in all industries, I think AI is going to touch this, touch our lives in many ways and impact the way we're doing things in the future. Yeah, it's definitely here to stay. And by the way, that quote was created by ChatGPT as well. So pretty amazing. So I don't know if it's true. <laughs> don't quote me on it. <laughs> so how can AI help with SEOs? I think you know, the biggest thing I would like to emphasize is that you know, instead of looking at AI as a threat, look at it as a tool in your arsenal. You know, it's not like a tool to replace X or Y. I saw a tweet today, actually yesterday from a guy who says, oh, fire your SEO company. You've got AI now. It can do everything. And then he went on about you know, like content generation as if SEO is only about content generation. So sure. SEO content can be created with AI tools. However, it's going to be missing that personal touch. And I don't recommend going about creating content in that fashion. And also there's way more to SEO than just content creation, right? Or image generation or whatever. Um, there's a lot of strategy involved, planning and uh, different things that are required instead of just content generation. I've seen similar comments about web developers or any other profession that you can think of, but no, I wouldn't think of it that way. I, from, from my personal opinion, I think AI is going to be used as a tool for people to enhance the way we're doing things and to make us a little bit more efficient. So the future doesn't belong to to AI, it belongs to people who use the AI tools effectively. So it's not AI versus humans. It's more like 
humans using AI versus humans that don't. So that's my personal take on it. And, but it can definitely help you with SEO and it can help you with not just SEO, but a lot of other things as well, business management and, and a lot of other aspects as well. In the next few slides here, Jesse, what I'll do is I'm going to go through some of the tips that I've used in order to use AI tools in order to improve SEO results. Great. So there, there are a ton of cool and interesting SEO AI use cases. I've, I generated a list of about like 30 or 40 different ones that, that I could think of, but I wanted to keep this fairly brief and wanted people to do their own exploration as well. SEO is a tricky subject because it really depends on the project. So no one SEO project is the same as another one. There are some fundamental things like generating content, promoting content, doing technical SEO and fixing issues. But every company and every website is at a different point in their journey when it comes to SEO. I wanted to distill these and talk about my top five most useful things that I would say. And those are content ideation and generation, keyword research, content rewriting, ad copy creation, and a chatbot implementation. I'll sprinkle in some other ones as well. I think where AI is lacking a little bit today is some of the auditing capabilities, so SEO audits, for example, technical audits, but that's gonna change as well because now that ChatGPT, for example, has released the web crawling module, so now it's able to crawl websites as well. If you have a premium version, they've just rolled that out a few days ago, it, That's that might change as well. So we'll be able to crawl a website and probably do a better job of assessing like the internals and giving you some examples of what you can do on a technical front. But for now, it's not there yet, I think. Some of the other SEO tools like auditing and technical audit SEO tools are a little bit better at that. So I left that out. So I'll talk to these five and talk to you about how we've used them and how you can use them to kind of improve your SEO results. So the first use case is around content creation. So we all know in the world of SEO, you need a lot of content. And when we started working on this stuff, Jesse and I were gonna date ourselves back in the early 2000s. Like, you know, you could technically rank a site that's two or three pages long. And actually a lot of pages didn't, a lot of websites didn't have a lot of content in those days. and those like brochure type websites with everything on one page were pretty popular. And so times were different. I think now with doing SEO today, you do need a lot of content in order to build up that kind of context around your business and what your business and your website is about. So this is where these AI tools shine. They can really help you accelerate your content creation using the tools. When I say content creation, I don't mean giving ChatGPT a prompt or one of these tools. There's quite a few now. Giving it a prompt and copying and pasting that into your blog or onto your website. What I mean is generating ideas in terms of what type of content you need, pinpointing once you do identify the type of content that you need, getting a general layout, getting some ideas about the content, and then writing the content yourself. Sure, you can use AI tools in order to generate snippets such as stats or 
certain portions of the content that you're creating for the website. But I still feel like in order to make it unique and in order to make it resonate with your audience, you're going to have to have your kind of personal voice and personal touch. AI tools are great for content generation. I've played with quite a few. My favorite is still ChatGPT, just because it's easy to use and people can use it for free. There are some other ones as well. I've used a Cohesive, for example, as well, which is really good. It's called Cohesive AI, and they allow you to generate long-form content as well and things like that. But again, one caution I would say is don't use it to generate a full article and just copy and paste it. Don't be lazy, <laughs> do some work, make it more personal and make sure that you're using this again as a tool to assist you in your writing instead of a tool to just plagiarize basically. Yeah, I mentioned about ChatGPT is probably my favorite. And yeah, AI tools can help you use, can help you create an outline for long form content. It can help you create a content plan. It can help you also create relevant content based on your topic. So you can say based on this and this niche. So for example, for me, based on a web development agency, I'm trying to create content for WordPress maintenance, for example, and what would be some of the topics that I can talk about in order to build up that context for my web development company. So if you give it context like that, it'll be able to give you better ideas and then you can use that to drill in further, pick a topic, drill in and use it to generate more ideas. But it's, it's great for that. And it's probably our number one use case when it comes to AI for SEO. How about you, Jesse? Is this what you found as well in terms of use cases? Is this your top one? Or? Yeah, I think helping with emails, like basically drip email, structure, basically content, creating a table of contents. So oh, another, yeah. especially chat PT, chat TPT, basically using it to actually develop the table of contents and then having it generate content for each of the different items in the table of contents, I found is a great tip. It's actually structurally correct and have it adding a conclusion at the very end. You know, it, it can actually create a great framework for a lot of the different articles and then naturally you do. And as clearly, it's not always correct in the context of being accurate. And so updating the content is key to make sure that the content is accurate. Going through and adding different high domain rating sites, I think is also important where I find that it doesn't add references. Um, and then naturally the internal linking, I think it'll be interesting to see as ChatGPT is able to scan the content on your websites, adding that internal linking is also so fundamental. It'll be interesting to see if we can add prompts to add that as well, but it's amazing for content for sure. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And, and clustering too, keyword and things like that. You can use it for almost anything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You, you just, it's like you were reading ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of the popular, that that's definitely our use case number two, keyword research. So the thing about ChatGPT, obviously, it's a language model. It's almost kind of, it's almost better at generating keyword ideas than some of the other key, keyword tools out there that are specific to SEO because it it understands obviously the relevancy of certain words and how that's built into the language models so it's great for things like keyword research topic relevance clustering creating clusters around a certain keywords and certain topics it's great for that and i've actually used it in that capacity so it's good to give an example again for 
for a web design agency, for example, you can say, what are the main topic clusters that I should have on a web development agency website? And it'll break that down. It'll say, you need to talk about your services. You need to talk about, you know, for example, website maintenance, this and that, and it'll give you a bunch of different topics that you should have on your website. And that kind of helps you when you do break those down and create some content around those clusters and organize them in a way that these models organize them, then, you know, it helps Google and other search engines understand what your website is about. So you need that content in order to, for Google to figure out that this website is about web design and web, this is a web design company website. And that's tough sometimes for people to do naturally. What I found, especially with like small business websites where they don't necessarily have like a marketing team or whatever, what they'll do is they'll blog a lot of personal stuff. Oh, the weather today is great in Calgary and I'm going to go for a walk or something like that. That just like confuses Google because it's, is it a general blog? Is this like a lifestyle kind of business or is it something else? It's really hard for Google to figure out what your website is about if you're blogging about random topics. So you do want to pick a niche and focus on that when it comes to content creation. AI tools are great for that. It can help you identify the different topics that you should have. It can help you break those down into different subtopics and so forth. So you can do it for, you can use it for a lot of planning around keyword research. And now with the addition of the web crawling as well, what I've used it for is I've said, analyze this website and see if the structure is correct, for example, and if everything's organized neatly and stuff, and it'll actually crawl the website and do that and give you some tips and stuff. So it's really good in terms of keyword suggestions as well. So it can help you identify um, keywords that you know are relevant to your audience as well and, and help you identify ones that are you know, going to bring in visitors that are going to satisfy search intent. And that, that's another key one, again. These language models are really good at figuring that out, even better, even better than some of the SEO tools that are out there today. So this is a really interesting and useful use case, I think, for AI tools and something that you should use it for, definitely. Uh, this one's kind of interesting and it's similar to similar to the first one, but it is slightly different. And I think this is probably the most to me, it's like the most mind-blowing thing that it can do because you, know, you can, there's a lot of tools that can write content, but what these language models are really good at is changing the tone or changing the style in which the content is write, written in. Well, you can, not only can it clean up grammatical mistakes and spelling and stuff, but you can use it to make the content more formal or make it a little bit more easy to read for example it can write it in a certain tone there's been some interesting tweets out there around write something as shakespeare would or written in king james bible <laughs> style and it's pretty interesting this is helpful and we've used this definitely for client websites where we create we need some content for example like for service pages or for about pages and stuff we always struggle with that when we're working with clients is like getting that content so that we can, so that we don't have like a, a blank page with the, with some images and whatever. You know, it's always better to have a little bit more description about their services, what the business is about and so forth and use and write it in a tone that is applicable to their readers, right? So that it's not overly formal or that it's not overly playful, that it's, it hits that mark when it comes to how it should sound. 
And we've used it for that purpose quite a bit. And actually, it's been really helpful to speed things up when we're developing and working on new projects with clients as we'll use for both content writing and rewriting as well into, into different tones. The other thing, of course, is if you have websites that are in different languages, depending on what stack you're using and what technology, there are some, for example, for WordPress, there's some translation plugins that are plug and play. So they take care of the translation. However, if you have a website where you might only have a few pages and where you want to do this manually, this is a great way to do it. I think ChatGPT speaks like all the spoken languages for sure. And then all the programming languages as well. So it's quite amazing, actually, what it can translate. If you do speak another language, it's interesting to test it out. It's pretty slick. It's not like the previous kind of translation tools that we're used to where they clone key and uh, don't translate well. Uh, This is really mind-blowing at the scale and at the accuracy that it can do it at. Another great use case, especially if you have websites or projects that you're working on that are in uh, multiple regions or serving a global audience. Very interesting, useful use case as well. Another really cool one has been, for us, has been ad creation, ad copy creation. This is also a very cool way to use these tools because, for example, if you're creating a Google Ads campaign and you're creating an ad, it'll have some parameters that you have to stick For example, like the ad title can only be 130 characters, let's say. It's hard enough to come up with something catchy, interesting, and informative for a client that you you don't know too much about their industry. For example, concrete services or something like that. I don't know too much about concrete cutting. So for me, it's pretty tough to come up with something like catchy when it comes to ad copy or titles or whatever. And like ChatGPT and these other tools can really do such an amazing job here. And the other thing with it being like good at creating like catchy and informative titles and descriptions is that it can fit within those parameters. So even if you're like super creative, you can come up with a lot of interesting taglines and stuff. Um, Sometimes it's 145 characters. What do I do now? (laughs) Another cool use case you can do is you could take whatever you've come up with and say, okay, rewrite this. So it's only... 130 characters and it it spits it out in a second. So there are a lot of different requirements in terms of depending on the platform that you're working with. So whether it's Google ads, pixel, or some other social media platform that might have their own parameters in terms of the the ad copy or, or something else. This is where these tools are really helpful because they can rewrite things or reorganize things or fit within those parameters quite quite efficiently and quite quickly. This is a definitely another really useful use case that we found and that we use these tools for quite a bit. So this is more of in that PPC kind of realm, not so much organic SEO, but also something that's SEO related as well. And the last one, last but not least, is chatbot implementation. So I I was iffy about including this because it's not necessarily SEO related because chatbots aren't necessarily going to improve your SEO score or having one, especially like the chatbots that we're used to and that we've seen so far. I think a lot of users are actually quite frustrated with chatbots because for the most part, they're useless, right? Like you go to a website yeah, a chatbot opens up and you're like, yeah, you ask it a question and it just sends you to a form or 
to an email or something like that. It's more like a lead generation thing. It's not very helpful. So I think a lot of users typically don't didn't interact with these in the past because they, they haven't been as useful. They've just been a funnel to get you to an email or to a phone number or something. Now that's changed significantly in terms of ever since some of these AI tools have become more accessible. We, with, with these tools, you can, you, know, you can ask it any questions. It's pretty hard to make them stumble or make them not have an answer. Sure, they'll like invent answers. That's another problem. But they are really good at answering questions and understanding the context of the question. So in terms of for websites and for SEO, what's I'm going to include some tools at the end of this as well that you can check out. But uh, this has come a long way. Not only can you create a implement a chatbot on your website that answers generic questions, uh, there are some tools now that will first scan your entire website. So they'll scan all of the content and learn from the content on your website. And then they will use that in order to, as context, to answer questions to a user's query. So how does that help really help directly? But from my, in my opinion, it can increase uh, stickiness of your website and decrease bounce rates, which will help with SEO. Because if somebody lands on a page on your website and they're not able to, to find the answer, to what they're looking for. You know, they can interact with the chat bot. They can get sent to another link, another resource on your website and continue to crawl, which will help with that stickiness and help with that, like automatically exiting and going to another result on the Google page, which we know is bad for SEO. So it's an indirect thing. I just wanted to include this just because it's mind blowing in terms of like how far these tools have come when it comes to chat bots. So in the past, like I said, they were pretty much useless and people hated them. But now with, with some of these new AI tools, it, it's totally different and it's more contextually relevant to your content and your services, not, not like a generic thing or a thing that sends you directly to an email or something like that, but definitely helpful and can help with SEO. So in terms of key takeaways, so I talked about five different use cases for SEO when it comes to AI and how you can use AI in order to enhance your SEO results. I think some of the key takeaways are learn about these tools, learn about AI and how you can use it to enhance your workflow and to enhance your productivity. I think that people that professionals that aren't using AI won't be able to keep up for long because people that are using AI tools are going to just become much more efficient and much faster at doing things than people that aren't using them. So get comfortable with them. I would say they're here to stay. I don't think any of these, I don't think this is a fad that's going to go away just because of how impactful it's been in such a short period of time that people have been using these. There are a ton of free and paid tools available. Some are more versatile than others. Play around like I said, all of these use cases that I talked about today have different tools. I think every time I check, like I was doing some research for something WordPress related to find out how many AI plugins, for example, are available for WordPress. And I was shocked. Like it was like pages and pages of different plugins and tools and things that OpenAI and their API has enabled. So a lot of people are using that as a backbone of creating some really cool and interesting products. So do research, play around with some. I've been using, I've used quite a few. I, my favorite still 
chat GPT just because it's so easy to use and it's versatile. It gives you all of the things that that we talked about you can pretty much do with chat GPT. So it's definitely my kind of takeaway in terms of one that's really useful and something I would invest in in a premium version if possible. Uh, what does it all mean like a long-term perspective? I think, like I said, these tools are here to stay. Uh, get comfortable with them. The only kind of like thought I would leave people with is in terms of you know, this kind of mass scale of being able to generate content quickly. It's like, what is the SEO landscape going to look like in the next five years or 10 years or whatever? And also what is the nature of search engines going to look like long-term when in some cases the user experience from like a chat GPT perspective is a lot better than going to Google, right? Because you are you get an answer immediately, it understands the context a little bit better, and it's not sending you to you know, crawl five or 10 different websites to find your answer. You get your answer immediately, even though sometimes it's made up, <laughs> but it's still a better user experience. That's the last thing, the last thought I'd leave you with. In terms of my favorite AI tools, for SEO, I'd mention I've included a few that people can refer to. Like I said, ChatGPT is my favorite for a lot of different things. A lot of, if you're using WordPress, we use WordPress quite extensively. So there are a lot of things here that I've mentioned that are WordPress related, like tools and plugins and things like that. They range from automation tools to chatbots to SEO tools. A lot of the SEO plugins now, like Rank Matt Yoast, SEO Press, all use AI in some capacity either to audit content or to give you ideas and stuff. So I think we're going to see more of that in the future. But anyways, there's some cool ones you could check out if you haven't heard of them. And I think that's it. That's all I had for today. Jesse, unless you wanted to add something related to this topic. That's great. Did I miss anything? I, there's so, it's such a wide gamut of different capabilities. Certainly one tool that we have been leveraging basically for under, basically it's an AI scraping tool is writers and definitely suggest that for if you're writing a mass amount of content. And honestly, the rank, rank math is certainly one that we leverage pretty heavily. It's great. Not sure being WordPress development site or agency as well. I think of any others that like pop pop up, but yeah, I think almost anything that you're doing right now can be you can leverage AI. And the biggest thing is just testing and testing because to your point, there's new ones coming out every day. And so for me, I'm getting a little AI overload with the tools because there's so many coming out. And you have to spend a lot of time. And if you miss tools, they're, they're developing so quickly that and they help increase your productivity so much that you don't want to miss it. So. I think it's just totally yeah it's like a shiny object syndrome too right like you can just really be, instead of doing like picking one tool and getting good at it it's easy to switch and try new things if you like to tinker so yeah my, my approach has always been like pick one that does most of the things and learn it learn how to do it properly and deeply and you'd be much more successful than trying to learn everything and use everything at once for sure hey, thanks jesse yeah, it's been a great for me a great opportunity for me to uh, give this presentation and uh, just if uh, folks are listening to the recording and stuff you can visit my website or find me on twitter if, if you want to chat or if you want to if you have any questions thanks so much Nat. it's been great having on the podcast and i hope everyone continues to rank and prosper have a good day